Welcome back to Me Percy Podcast. This is your host, Emmanuel. I'm here with your boy, Jack. Johnny, yes, sir. We in here. Now, let's get start. Let's get right into it. You know, it's been a crazy week of NBA, especially yes, this NBA season has, I would say, has everybody in a chokehold to say. Like Jamon Green's chokehold on Rudy Gobert. <laughs> that was. I knew that you was... were going to say it, bro. I knew you were going to say it, bro. Bro. I'm just saying, I knew Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert have been beefing for like the past five, eight years. Yeah. But now, at, and Rudy wasn't doing nothing. He was trying to stop the fight. And all of yeah. a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it was. Bro, I think, I think it was just like nobody likes Rudy Gobert. So it was just like the perfect time, bro. I, I think like, that's what I think that was what was going through Draymond's head. I think he was just like mm-hmm. he just wanted to get some get something on Rudy Gobert just because I think it was just that time, bro. And yeah, it's it was crazy. It, I'm, I'm still laughing at it. Like I just keep seeing it all over the internet. I see like all crazy. the different angles. Someone painted it. Yes, <laughs> that's like, the one that got to me. It's crazy, bro. Like the different angles be blowing me. It's so funny, bro. Mm-hmm. I just be laughing at it. I was surprised he only got five game suspension. I thought it was gonna be like more than ten. Really, bro? I don't even think. I th- I feel like Clay Thompson should have got suspended too. Because really, Clay Thompson started it all. He started nobody the fight. Wanna, nobody want to talk about Clay starting the fight, and he got tuned up, bro. It's really bro, his he probably like, said, "Oh man, I got four rings." <laughs> yeah, that's his. That's all he says now. I got four rings. Clay Clay started and got his stuff tuned up, bro. Mm-hmm. But Draymond Green do not to go at uh, Jaden McDaniels though. I feel like Jaden McDaniels would have gave Draymond to work. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, for yeah. my pick, I thought Draymond was gonna get. See, someone said the minimum of ten, but I'll say I would give him fifteen for fighting. That's 15? how it that because that, you had someone in a chokehold, bro. But it's Rudy on... Gobert. Bro, you see how big Rudy Gobert is, bro. I don't but you know. can't be if like if the NBA if the NBA gave. Uh, twenty game suspension to John Moran for flashing a gun. You should at least give him like ten or fifteen for putting someone in a chokehold. A gun is different than than mm-hmm. fighting, though, bro. They wasn't even getting suspended back in the day. They wouldn't even get text for fighting back in the day, bro. So I feel like five games. Bro, was it wasn't even a gun. It was a it was a candle lighter. It was a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I seen this. Uh, I seen this meme. This post. It was like. Uh, Somebody uh, tweeted at John Moran. He was like, you would have shot his big ass, huh? <laughs> <laughs> John Moran responded. I was cracking up, bro. It was bro. funny. But, yeah, bro. Yeah, but, hey, I liked it. I like seeing all the fights. Like, there was, like, a lot of fights happening, too, that during that day. Yes, it was more than one fight that day. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I guess it's like a playing tournament. What is it? The, uh, the end season tournament? That's what it hey, is, bro. It's making the regular seasons more competitive. I know yes, next I, Tuesday or Friday, I'm watching the end season tournament now to I see like what's it, happening. Bro. Like, I'm tuned in. I'm tuned in, bro. I like this tournament. I like the tournament right now, bro. Mm-hmm. I like it. The tournament is, bro, it's a great idea from the NBA to do it. Yeah. But. Chet versus Wimby happened the other day. What was your yeah. thoughts on that on that game? What are my thoughts on Chet and Wimby, or what are my thoughts on the game in general? On Chet and Wimby. Chet and Wimby, they disappointed me, bro. It's, what, it was like a combine of 15 points and like, what, seven, 19, seven, it was like 17 boards, maybe? I don't know. I, it was like low numbers, both of them combined. And it was just like, I don't know what I expected out of them, bro. But 
It wasn't that. It was not that at all. Um, yeah. The game overall, though, the game was great for the Oklahoma City Thunder. That just shows that the Oklahoma City Thunder is not coming to play, bro. We bro. we are like a two-game win streak right now. We're trying to, trying to make it three tonight against the Warriors, but hey. Hey, we need to, we need to get back, especially during that last in-season. Yes, bro, because we shouldn't have lost to the Warriors the last bro, time. Th- we about to that get was right, bro. How is it not uh, – Office and fans, he grabbed the whole entire rim. Grabbed the, grabbed the whole rim, bro. They just be on Curry and Draymond. Hey, but they ain't got Draymond today, so hey, we, about, yeah. we about to see. We about to hey, see what it is. NBA NBA refs need to zip up their pants when they're done. Okay, that's Man. all I gotta say. Like, bro, I know they knees hurting right now. Like, and I feel like the NBA really don't want the Thunder to start winning because that means. Trading all your all, all your players for all these picks actually works. Yeah, they don't they don't want that, bro. They did not yeah. want the Thunder to start winning, bro. It's over with. If we and start, I was gonna say, despite them losing their last two games to the Pacers <laughs> and Celtics, I'll say the Sixers are really Sixers are really looking good. I feel like they finally got that second star they really needed with Tyrese Maxey. It's like how <laughs> the Nuggets have Jamal Murray. And Jokic, it just like because when Jamal Murray was out, the Nuggets wasn't doing anything in the playoffs. They weren't making past the second round. So when they brought back Jamal Murray, that brought back extra offense and defense and more playmaking from that side. So they only have to, don't have to focus on only Jokic because what Jokic was dropping triple doubles, dropping fifty point triple doubles, and getting swept by the Suns without Jamal Murray. And this is what the Sixers need. Like despite how Joel and B plays. Tarek's Max is always there because that's what because with his other duos, Ben Simmons dropping 10 points a game against the Hawks. And then you got James Harden scoring nine points against the Celtics in game seven. Yeah. This is finally what the Sixers finally need. I, I don't even but, talk good about the Sixers, too. But, I hate the Sixers. Emmanuel, what, what, what have we been saying, though? Tyrese Maxey has been a star. He just mm. needed the, he just needed the ball in his hands. He could not do it when Ben with uh Ben Simmons with, and James Harden. Ben Simmons and James Harden was there, bro. Like I've been, I've been saying Tyrese Maxey's a scorer, bro. He he low key reminds me a little bit of uh, Shea, bro. He not he don't got the length like Shea, that, but his bag is deep. His mm-hmm. bag is deep, bro. And when you People got a deep bag, when you got a deep bag in the league, it's gonna be hard to stop you. And that's why he dropped fifty points the other night. Like mm-hmm. he he's really like that, bro. I've been saying it. Like and then with the James Harden trade, that brought in a lot of. Death to your team that they desperately needed. Yes, and when Kelly Ray comes back from you know a little car accident, but what people saying he ain't get hit by a car. Yeah, so that's what people are saying. That's what the streets are saying in Philadelphia. I was talking to my dad. He was like, "Yeah, he people saying he lied about it." I'm like, "Lying getting hit by a car." They say it's no surveillance or anything. Like nobody got hit by a car. And like in the area, it was like in central Philadelphia in the area. Bro, yeah. there's a lot of cameras in Central Philadelphia. Yeah. It would definitely would have caught something. So like, hey, would have seen something, hey, but he might be capping a little bit. He you might know. be capping. You don't know. But I feel, and then people, there's. You think so with Zach Levine now on the market? You think teams like Philadelphia or the Lakers or someone else is going to pick up Zach Levine? What team is going to get? Yeah, Zach Levine? I seen that the Bulls were open to trade him. I don't. Kind of mentioned the Thunder. I'm like, no, we don't need Zach Levine because Zach Levine is just too inconsistent during the season because one day he could play like a superstar and then one day you could low-key forget that he was even in the league. So I'm like, "Ah." But honestly, I think he would be a good fit for like a team like the 
I'll say an Eastern Conference team, probably like a team like the Knicks or a team like uh, uh, like Philly, like we were just talking about. That added Zach Levine as a piece over there, that would be. That hey, would this, be is a, this is the Heat last chance to get a star. This is their last yeah. chance. It's their last chance. They better not fumble the bag on this one. Mm-hmm. But I also say the Kings, because the Kings tried to get mm-hmm. Zach Levine before, but then the the Bulls matched his contract and he got, it was like a couple, yep. like four years ago. Now, yeah. at the time, I'm like, why would they get Zach Levine when they had Buddy Hill? But now they, they can, they still have Malik Monk coming off the bench. And do you really want Kevin Herter being the starter? What do you want, Kevin Herter or yeah. Zach Levine? You know, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I, I think I think I think Malik Monk is 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 okay with his role coming off the bench, but yeah. he's playing way better than Kevin Herter right now. Like he's, I don't I don't know. Maybe that's just his role, and that's what he wants to play right now. But I don't know. It's it's crazy. So on Friday. A certain someone who likes to box some people is returning on Friday for the Charlotte Hornets against the Milwaukee Bucks after completing his 10-game suspension. Miles Bridges, you know, 40, uh, what, 48 days, 48 nights? <laughs> so what do you expect from Miles Bridges and his return for the Hornets? Honestly, bro, I don't know what to expect. Hey, we're going to see. We're going to see what he do. We're going to see what he do, bro. He just... Hey, he he just been going through a lot right now. But the Charlotte Hornets, if they could add Miles Bridges back, they 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 gonna be they gonna be nice, bro. Because they were they was low key nice when they was when he was still on the team. So mm-hmm. we we gonna see, man. And what should we worry about the Clippers with the zero and five James at the at the James Harden trade? Honestly. I don't. I wouldn't even put this on James Harden, bro. Because the last game that I watched, he played really good. He played really good. I blame this on Tyron Lue. He took Zubac out when he was supposed to be guarding Jokic, and he sold the game, bro. Mm-hmm. Zubac had Jokic on clamps. I don't care what nobody say. Jokic had what like thirty points, but he was shooting like eight for twenty three, and he had like fifteen, sixteen free throws, bro. So. I blame that loss on Tyron Lue. I don't even blame that on James Harden or nobody else. Kawhi has to step up. Kawhi needs to be a superstar. So I wouldn't even be worried about the Clippers right now. They still they still trying to figure some stuff out, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it's gonna take a little bit of time. It's still early on in the season. Maybe mid season for them, they'll be di- a different story. But is is they just need better coaching at this point. Because Tyron Lue did a horrible job against the Nuggets. They sold that game. You lost to the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. You had Jokic on clamps the whole game when Zubak was in the game. And you sold the clip, bro. So, really, I don't even blame that on James Harden. Because James Harden played great. So, Yeah. So, I'm looking at the ESPN standing uh, uh, power rankings. And in the top 15... Not just one, two, or three teams that didn't wasn't in the playoffs last year are in here. Fourteen is the Hawks. Third, uh, eleven is the Rockets. Ten is the Oklahoma City Thunder, and then we got seven with the Indiana Pacers and five with the Minnesota Bulls and four with Dallas Cowboys. I'm not Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. How do we feel about all these teams proving everybody wrong this season so far? Because I'm liking all these young teams trying to get get getting their own right now. Hey, it's a young league. We've been saying it though. It's a young league. We coming for it all. 
Man, so Indiana is balling. Tyrese Halliburton is going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like what was it like thirty assists with no with no turnovers in the past two games? That's mm-hmm. insane, bro. He's he's going crazy. It's a young league, bro. And the old the old folks don't want to see that. So it's it's, yeah. it's gonna be very interesting. Like, yeah. Do you expect any teams uh, from all these any of these young teams making it path making it into the conference championship game? Indiana definitely got a chance. Uh, East is wide open to me. You know? East is definitely wide open to anybody, bro. Wide open to anybody. Uh, I want to see the Thunder. You know, you know. I, who we I want to see. The you know, I, just, who I want to see. I just feel like there's a lot of issues that's is like wide open that we need to fix up in interior defense, the rebounding, and the inconsistent scoring. That's the only problem with the Thunder right now. Because it was nice to see Shay, J Dub, Josh Giddy, like they dropped 30 points one day, and then next day mm-hmm. they're dropping 10 points, shooting two for 15. But the thing is, we're, we're the thing is we're still winning, and they're not even doing, they're not even playing as consistent as they need to be. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we have so much depth, and anybody on our team can go get a bucket. So we're just gonna be hard to stop. That's the for, we have definitely like we got scorers coming off the bench, but we, I just feel yeah. like we need. Interior defenders off the bench. Yeah. We have no one with their interior de- defending. Like with Chet being our best interior defender, even though you know you can just shove him around in the paint. Yeah, basically. So like, there's a difference between shot blocking and interior defending. Shot yep. blocking, just getting a shot block. Interior defense is preventing the shot to even happen. Thanks. So that's that's our only weakness. I would say that's I I said that on like a previous podcast too. That would probably be our only weakness that. I, I point out with my own eyes is the interior D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's transition to the NFL. And one thing I got to say is, how about them Broncos? Getting the win on Monday Night Football. Proving the haters wrong. You no, know, everybody doubted us. Three-game winning streak. Packers, Chiefs, and now the Bills. P- making them fire their, uh, their offensive coordinator. We got... We got we got real estate in their head. We got some real estate in their head. You know, you got to respect us, you know. You know, we stay on business. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got to get y'all respect. Y'all won in Buffalo at that. Y'all won mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Y'all played Y'all played a great game. Y'all almost sold the clip. <laughs> the, the, kick, the kicker almost sold that y'all game right sold, there. Y'all, y'all was just close. Y'all almost sold the clip. I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm like, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to see what Emmanuel got to say. I'm just waiting. Uh-huh. Yeah. He missed that field goal. I was like, bro, y'all lucky they had 12 men on the field. But, hey, man, I give y'all y'all props, man. Y'all bro, have the, memes I, the memes I see about that is crazy because Damar Hamlin was on that. It was the 12th <laughs> man. <laughs> bro, what? That's Damar crazy. Hamlin was on that. And someone's, someone, said, someone sent me a TikTok. I'm not going to say it because I'm not trying to get canceled by the higher-ups. <laughs> so... But that is crazy. That is crazy. But Bro. but then someone said the script like, man, when Roger Goodell gets mad at Russell Wilson for not throwing a game-winning interception to Darman, <laughs> Damar Hamlin. Because I felt like, man, watch him throw an interception on this drive. But, hey, let's Rex Cook. You know, Mr. Unlimited came into Bro. play. That touchdown pass <laughs> to Corlin Sutton, he was acting like he was old rush throwing the ball to Tyler Lockett. Like, bro, yeah. man. That was actually a higher up. So, do the Broncos have a chance to sneak into the wild card after Definitely, all these bro, games? Definitely, bro. We've been, bro. What did I tell you? Uh, the past 
previous the past times we've been talking on this podcast, bro. I definitely said you you can sneak you could definitely y'all can definitely sneak in the in the wild card and make the playoffs, bro. Mm-hmm. All y'all gotta do is is win, and y'all that's right what now. y'all been doing, man. Y'all three game win streak, and it's big wins too. It ain't no it ain't no little wins. Y'all play, y'all beating the Bills, beating the Chiefs. Hey, to get a, a, a offensive coordinator fired, yeah, y'all gotta be doing something right. Got to be doing something right. Yeah, but like, see, I'm looking, like, I'm looking at the schedule right now. We play the Vikings next, then the mm-hmm. Browns, then the Texans, Chargers, Lions, Patriots, Chargers, and Raiders. I, I'm confident. I say, if we, I feel like we can make the wild card if we beat the rest of our in our division teams. Because mm-hmm. hey, I'm confident, get, I'm confident get, the Chargers, and we just need to beat the Ra- the Raiders. That's another team we have a long. Losing streak against that we need to get over that. Just just take it one game at a time. I mean, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson ain't been playing, so y'all could take advantage of that. Put PS2 mm-hmm. on their best best receiver at the moment. Hey, PS2 is the best corner in the game. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, hey, like I've been. Hey, I gotta give y'all y'all props. Y'all been balling, bro. Y'all been balling even on the defensive defensive side of the ball, man. Y'all y'all been doing y'all thing, bro. Put that's like I said. Y'all can get past the Vikings for sure. Put Josh Dobbs in, in back back where he belonged. He balling out right now, but mm-hmm. if you put a good defense against him, he he gonna fold eventually. So y'all could y'all could get past the Vikings, bro. Just take it one game at a time. Y'all definitely could sneak in the wild card and make the mm-hmm. playoffs for sure. As I'm saying right now, the game for Thursday night football haven't happened right now. So this is all before Thursday night football. But with the Ravens right now, they've been struggling a little bit. Lamar, nah, bro, bro, one game, Lamar sold my fancy team again. One game, bro. Come on, bro. Don't do that. Bro, Don't do that. Bro, bro. Lamar. We sold man. the clip, bro. We sold the clip. We had we was up like what? Like 17 in the second half. There's, there's no way that should have happened. Uh, it's just when the AFC, AFC North play each other, it's anybody game at this point. It doesn't matter yeah. who has. And they're all, all of them are in the winning record right now. Like, let me check yeah. the standings real quick to see the exact record. But we're going to get back on the right side tonight, man. Don't worry yeah. about it, man. Bengals are 5-4. and four, Browns are 6-3. and three, Steelers are 6-3. and three, And the Ravens are 7-3. and three. And the Bengals and the Ravens. And who would have thought the Bengals would be at the bottom of this division? People was gonna say people saying it was the Browns or Steelers, and now the Bengals. People thought that they were gonna win the division, are now at the bottom of the division, being mm-hmm. five and four, which they have a chance of being five and five. We're trying. That's lose. what we. That's that's the goal. That's the that's the objective tonight to make them five and five. Man, we playing at M and T. We playing in Baltimore blackout game. We ain't got nothing to mm-hmm. lose. It's Thursday night football, man. We. Mm-hmm. I'm tuned in. I'm tuned in tonight, bro. Man, we we gotta we gotta make it happen tonight, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm rooting for you guys to win because more losers for the Bengals, you know, more room for the Broncos to sneak into yep. that playoff spot. Yep, 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 yep. Gotta make it happen. If we just play how we did in the first half last game and keep playing like that all the way through the whole game, we we gonna be all right, bro. Hopefully, we just pull out this win, stay at the top of the division. We need uh, all the wins we can get. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that. But with the Patriots been struggling this year, do you think Bill Belichick is on that hot seat for this season? No, bro. They're not getting rid of Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I don't see, think so. I, see, I don't really see them getting rid of Bill this, like, like 
But I haven't but seen you, rumors. But do I you, have. Do you think, do you think Bill Belichick? Do you think Tom Brady made Bill Belichick who he is today? I'll say. I'm not gonna say Tom Brady or Bill Belichick made each other because they it was a partner partnership, a group effort for both sides. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not really saying Tom Brady made Bill or Bill made Tom Brady. I used to say that back in the past because I hate Tom Brady when I was growing <laughs> up. But like now I'm saying like since the Tampa Bay, I'm like, hey, they built Bill each other up. Cause when well, when Tom Brady was out, he was winning with backup quarterback making Jimmy Garoppolo look like a good quarterback. Yeah, a lot of his back, a lot of Tom Brady's backup quarterbacks have jobs because of Bill and Tom Brady. So, hey, I would just say, yeah, um, and he is a defensive. It, team it's, when, def- it's definitely a partnership to show. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick is a more of a defensive team, and his defense is doing the job, but his offense—that's where he struggles with getting the right offensive coordinators on the job. Yeah, because I feel like Mac Jones is not really that bad of a quarterback. I feel like it's more of a coaching issue and not having the right receivers because, let's be honest, when the last time, besides Rob Gronkowski and Julian Elliman, if you count him as a number one receiver, it has the Patriots ever had. They haven't really had that number one wide receiver since Randy Moss. And that's he a didn't fact. even win a Super Bowl. He didn't win a Super Bowl. That, that's a fact. I agree. I so agree. I feel like if the – if they want Mac Jones to succeed, they gotta go out and get that number one wide receiver. If it's trading for getting Justin Jefferson from the trade over the offseason or drafting someone, Marvin Harris is available, or you choose a quarterback instead. They have really decisions. I would, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I would explore quarterback options. I don't think you know. I mean, you know how I feel about Alabama quarterbacks when they go to the league, but you know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I, I would definitely explore options when it comes to that, and if it if it don't if it come down to it, just go get a number one receiver, bro. Get some mm-hmm. get some help for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of things to do for. But I was I, I really texted this to Kyle earlier today. I was listening to uh, the Pat McAfee show, and they was talking about man, what would it do if what would Bill Belichick do if they get a call from Jerry Jones like, hey, come coach for us for a couple years to submit your legacy and get us a Super Bowl? How you you think Bill Belichick would actually go to the Dallas Cowboys? I ain't gonna put nothing past nobody, bro. I don't I don't do that. So it's, hey, anything hey, is possible. Bro. I'm just saying, Bill Belichick goes to the Cowboys. That's the Super Bowl right there. I'm you not think so? Lie. You think I really? Need, you think they need a coach, or you think they just need a rebrand and just start over? <laughs> I think they need like, a rebrand. I think it's just coaching because they have the pieces. They have no, the defense. Mike McCarthy's a good coach, though. Mm, he's uh, not, at, least he was, at least he was. When it comes to like the big moments or when they play the Eagles or the 49ers, they just start choking. Agree. But that's Dallas Cow- the typical Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But we'll see during the offseason. Maybe they will surprise us all. Not offseason, postseason. Maybe okay. they will surprise us all. With- I-, I can dig that. I can dig that mm-hmm. for sure. And do you think it's time? It's time the it the championship window for the Bills is closing. Definitely. Did you see what Trayvon Diggs tweeted? Mm-hmm. Hey, don't be surprised. Diggs, if move, he, he might be a cowboy. Hey, that's don't that worst. Hey, imagine him and CD Lamb, bro. That's and if they get Bill Bel, if they get Bill Belichick, that's dangerous, bro. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. Hey. How many times have we have we said so much, so many things on this podcast, and it was factual, bro? Mm-hmm. A lot, almost yeah. every podcast. 
Hey, so if it if it happens, it happens, and we call hey, it. We call Clip it, it first. Clip it right now. Yeah, Stephon Diggs, the Dallas Cowboys. Hey man, that would be crazy. That would be scary for any team in the league, bro. Yeah. And well, let's get what right to college football with Jim Fisher, Jimbo Fisher getting bought out his contract, a seventy-five million bought out. That boy getting paid, even though he ain't on no team, man. Mm-hmm. Getting money. Seventy-six million, my bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think A and M should have fired him? Well, they, they, yeah, I, I, I feel like it was the right decision. Like he, they had. With all the money they have at Texas A&M and have been able to pull out a good season, like their last, what, was it 2020 or 2021 when they actually was actually decent? Mm-hmm. But now it's not looking good for them. But we'll see. I can see that. But who do you think is the, sorry, who do you think is the next coach of Texas A&M? Who knows? It could be anybody, bro. They could go get Whoever they, who you think they got that eye on though? I should be asking you actually. People saying the Oregon coach, but I don't see Oregon leaving. That Oregon head coach leaving at all. And some people have been saying Colorado, but the thing is, like his sons just transferred. And he's not going to leave without his sons. But the thing is, I was talking, I was talking to Landon about this. He said if they graduate, they can transfer as a grad transfer. Interesting. So we'll see if they if you if, if we see Sudur or Shiloh Chan graduate, we all we, we all should know. Or unless hey, he, how many recruits that is going to bring in though, bro. And here he has have the players there. He's going to add on to his own players, get the bad players out. Man, that might be a little super. If team If that there. happens, that would be the team to win the SEC and possibly go to the college football playoffs. I'm not even going to cap to you. Cause that that's where that's what he need a whole line and he just needed some a couple more recruits, bro. He like he said he a few more he a few dogs away from being that. Mm-hmm. Agree, agree. But some people say James Franklin from Penn State, but I don't see James Franklin leaving Penn State. Yeah, and I don't see Penn State getting rid of James Franklin. That'd be the dumbest mistake. And mm-hmm. he got rid of the office coordinator, which they should have, because he's not a great office coordinator. He's an office coordinator for Oklahoma State, so that explains a lot, you know. But I feel like Penn State, I feel like Penn State, you know, with Penn State, it's just only like what the the worst that uh James Rick can do is lose three games or two games, have a 10 and 2 record. A lot of teams will die for a 10 and 2 record. That's how people from Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State will die for a 10 and 2 record. I'm not gonna lie. Like, bro, that's how people in Pennsylvania are spoiled. You know, people the yeah. Penn State fans are too spoiled. They think we're, they're supposed to be uh, a great team. Like, what other coach can bring you guys from a 10-2 record to undefeated? The only coach that probably can do that is James Franklin. And he just he gets over the hump against Pence, against Michigan and Ohio State. He needs that quarterback to actually be confident to throw the ball to his receiver. He needs the receivers to get separations. No, their best receiver is their tight end. And you can't have – like, the tight end's good. Theo Johnson's good. But – you need your receivers to have some sort of separation on that team. Like, bro, it's embarrassing, that's, though. That's Penn State's only hump. They cannot get past Michigan. I don't know what it is, bro. It's like, like bro, every year. And there, it's like that Michigan has real estate in their head. They, they, they live rent-free in their head. Rent-free, you know. all Utilities included. Like, bro, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Fully furnished everything. Fully like. furnished. Like, bro. <laughs> 
fully furnished. They living in their heads, bro. Bro, like, I just feel like. And I'm not really a huge everybody know I'm not, I'm a Michigan fan. I'm a big blue fan. You know, go big blue, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying Penn State has the potential. This is their best chance before all their seniors and people who's going to the draft leave and then they got to restart now. Th- these past 3 years was their best chance and now they fumble it. They fumble it. But next year they don't play Michigan or Ohio State, so they might go undefeated. But they have to play the new schools like USC, UCLA, maybe the Oregon or Washington. So they don't have to play Michigan or Ohio State. So they might have their best season ever since they don't pay Big Brother. So that's that's facts. We're gonna see though. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if they stand on business, bro. Mm-hmm. But with the new rankings, hey, we, we hey we made it. We made it in. You know, we we snuck into that rankings. I don't know how we did, but we did. We still came to it. And we just got beat 45 to 3. Yeah, 23. Ranked 23. And we still made it in. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey, I don't know how Kansas State's above us. No, I'm pretty sure we won against Kansas State, but hey. I don't I don't think we deserve to be ranked. Yeah, bro, you know how I feel about OSU being ranked, bro. We no. every time we I'll, get a little bit, a little bit of cloud. That's what happened against UCF. We won no, against bro. OU. We're like, oh, we're going to the Big Twelve. We're going bro. to win. Heisman, ESPN was down here recording Ollie Gordon, and now, I think, bro, really, I think we undefeated with these takes, bro. We said it was a trap game, bro. Mm-hmm. We undefeated with these takes, bro. bro like, trap game, wearing trap the space game. uniforms. It's. That was, I, according to the score, apparently, according to the score, that was more than a trap game. They, that was more than a trap game. That was UCF a, knew they was winning that. They mm-hmm. came in there and dominated the The thing game. is, like, out all the team, why UCF? Like, bro, we don't have no beef with them, and they had to do all that on us? Like, bro. Why? Why? What, why? what, what did we do to UCF to deserve all but that? You know what it is, though? It's because the week before, we just beat OU for the last bedroom, and we – Lost our minds throwing the goalposts in the pond. They they did some research on us, bro. They they knew we was coming in there with a big head. We was mm-hmm. ranked what? Like what was we ranked? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Top twenty five. They UCF had definitely had a chip on their shoulder. And, and they, they was the like, field. this is our first time. This is our first time seeing y'all in the Big Twelve matchup. Yeah, we about to get it. We about to. It, mm-hmm. it was a. It was definitely a trap game, bro. They knew what they was. Coming in there to do, bro. Yeah, and then I, I was talking to my cousin. Like at this point, with this late to the season, well, with, with you know, you're not gonna make the college football playoffs or make the Big Twelve. Well, we we still have a chance of making the Big Twelve, but with this, this is these last couple games is how we're gonna start off the season. If we start losing these last couple games, we're gonna have a rough season next season with a lot of people mm-hmm. leaving transfer wise. You no, know, but if we win the rest of these games, win the Big Twelve, win our bowl game, we have a chance to have a great season. Mm-hmm. Next year, especially with the twelve college football playoffs, imagine, and we get a chance if Oklahoma State make the college football playoffs, we have a chance to go to a college football playoff game because if we have a home game, that's gonna be crazy right there. That's what I want for my senior year for our for our last ride. You know, did we really believe that though? But no, it's Oklahoma State. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah but, but I just say at this point, it's just for them. Oklahoma State just need to build on momentum how their season's going to end for next season. That's how the end of the season is going to be, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. So is the Ollie Gordon hype trade for the Heisman over? Or if he wins, if we win the rest, 
win the Big 12, win our bowl game. He has a chance of winning Heisman. It was, it's, it's, the thing is, bro, when you're on that Heisman, when you're on that Heisman race, on that Heisman track, bro, you, you, you play good. You play good. Everybody's on, everybody's on the train. Everybody mm-hmm. on the train. That one, that one game you messed up, everybody started talking about you. You get all the booze in the world. Nobody, nobody really messed with you. Uh, he was overrated. He's not all that. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say the Heisman race is over because we still have a ch- he still have a chance. If, if Caleb Williams is still in the competition, still in the race, then Ollie Gordon should still be in the race. Mm. He still leads. Me. He still leads the nation in rushing yards. See. So it's even though he had a bad game, bro. It's he he had a horrible game. I ain't even gonna say bad game. I'm not even. I'm gonna be completely honest. He had a horrible game. We as a I'm not even blaming it on Ollie though. We as a collective, Oklahoma State had a horrible game. The, and it's really it's really I would say the coaches. It's the coaching, bro. It's, it's really the coaching. It's horrible, bro. I feel like this, bro. Oklahoma State gets held hold back by their coaching so much. We have a lot of talented players on both sides of the field, and we get hold back from the play calling, the timeouts not going for fourth downs, like all these little things, these little details. Oklahoma State is getting held back by the coaching. I'm not saying yeah. it's Mike Gundy. I'm, I'm I'm saying everybody on that coaching staff, head coach, office coordinator, defensive coordinator, quarterback, wide receiver, like all the coaching, they're holding back Oklahoma State right now. Uh, having us it. having us in the Draymond Green or a chokehold, they would say, you know. <laughs> they having us in the- Having in the DG, the DG twenty three hole, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. That's it's it's crazy, bro. It's mm-hmm. I don't know. Oklahoma State just needs to. It's it's definitely the coaching, bro. I can't even blame it on the players at no more, bro. I can't even do it. Like, and well, with us now being on Thanksgiving break, the last question before we we end off the podcast because you know. Next, we'll have our Thanksgiving ever. But let me ask you this question. What's your favorite Thanksgiving tradition? Thanksgiving tradition? I would just say, bro, sitting in my grandma's house or in my mom's house in the living room with family watching NFL football, bro. That's really all we watch on Thanksgiving because that's really be that's all that be on TV. But, yeah. man, yeah, I would just say spending time with family, bro. That's, that's, that's what it's about. That's all Thanksgiving is about, bro. It's not even really about the food because people – Eat different types of food on Thanksgiving. It's just really like the fellowship and spending time with friends and family. So yeah, I would say also, that. Also the same thing because my mom say like college is really hard. It's really hard. So when you get yeah. a chance to go back home and be with the people who really loves you the most, mm-hmm. it's actually a really amazing experience. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's great, bro. And I'm I'm excited for break. Actually, we mm-hmm. we as college students, we know yeah. we need this break. We, <laughs> Man, hey, that's why I left as early as possible. I can't. I'm already back at home chilling. Hey, so, I, hey, I feel it though. I respect it. I respect mm-hmm. it for sure. But yeah, I, it's 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 a great feeling, bro. Um, mm-hmm. we, I'm actually going to the city tomorrow, so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good feeling. Also, I'll say my also my other favorite college football Thanksgiving tradition is so. I've been doing this since I was like. Eight years old. I've been watching Charlie Brown the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. All the Charlie Brown, like thanks the Thanksgiving episode of Charlie Brown, the mm-hmm. one where they showed like the Thanksgiving history with Charlie Brown. I've been watching everything Charlie Brown before Thanksgiving. I don't know why. I love watching Charlie Brown. That's valid. That's valid. Christmas too. They Christmas Charlie Brown too. Christmas but that's Charlie around Brown too. Christmas. You should watch that around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I respect it. I, mm-hmm. I, I like it. And one more question before I go off. Yeah, so this is this is gonna be a, this is a big debate one. Okay, NBA Christmas or NFL Thanksgiving? What do you got? What do you think I'm gonna say, bro? Mm. What do you think? Of, before I answer, what do you think I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say the right. I think you're gonna say the right answer right here. The you know the the NBA right here. The NBA is the right Come answer. On, man. NBA is always Come the right. On, answer. Let's man. think about this. Like, bro, we're watching like. Detroit Lions are good this year. But the, for the past 20 years, the Detroit Lions have the been Detroit terrible. Lions play on Thanksgiving every single year. I'm tired of watching the Lions play. Bro. I can't, it's either I can't. the Bears. It's either the Bears, <laughs> the Lions. I don't know, bro. I'm just tired of seeing them too. All right, bro. But, I'm probably speaking this for my uncle because he's a Lions fan. But I'm tired of watching the Lions lose on Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, bro, and then we're watching the Cowboys play. Like, bro. Bro, bro when the Cowboys lost last year, I'm like, what were we watching the Cowboys versus Raiders? Whose idea was this? It's, it's, and then, it's, the, it's the Detroit Lions, Washington Commanders, the Dallas Cowboys, the Chicago Bears. I'm, them, them four teams right there, I'm tired of seeing them Thanksgiving, bro. Pick, mm-hmm. pick some new ones. And pick the NBA Christmas, the NBA Christmas always better. The atmosphere is better. That's when I feel like the NBA season starts, when you're watching NBA bro, Christmas. NBA Christmas is – because it, 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 starts, it starts at 12 and goes all the way up until like 9 p.m., bro, on, mm-hmm. for the West Coast games. And, mm-hmm. and you can't go wrong with Christmas jerseys. Christmas uh, NBA, the ESPN Christmas jingle, mm-hmm. like like it's it's just like too much going on in Bro. Christmas. It, I love watching NBA basketball. It's like another oh. gift, like and then like that's when hey, I'm just out here just watching NBA for straight eight hours with my new toys and stuff like yeah. that. Watching watching Lakers versus uh Lakers versus Knicks, Warriors versus Cavs. That 2018 Warriors yes. Cavs game, and yeah. then. It's, we used to see the Thunder all the time the, on the Christmas the Day. Versus the Miami Heat mm-hmm. and when KD and them was here, that was the when best. the Thunder played the Rockets with James Harden versus Russ. That oh, was we a, at that game. We went you, to that game mm. in Houston, bro. We went to that game. I got pictures and everything. We went to that bro. Christmas game. That was like the best Christmas, bro. Like mm-hmm. no cap. It was really fun, bro. Hey, the NBA need to put the Thunder back on Christmas Day. It's probably gonna be next year when Spurs versus Thunder on Christmas Day. Hey, bro, I, I challenge you, bro. Go to an NBA Christmas game. It's, it's really fun. That that Thunder and uh, Rockets game was was insane. When James Harden and Russ Westbrook played each other on Christmas, it was crazy. Yeah, let me look at the schedule, see who plays on Christmas Day. Maybe in the Knicks. Maybe, maybe pull a trip to New York. Yeah. You ain't too far away, so. Yeah. Know. It's just a train. But the tickets will be a little too much for, in my price range. Uh, what December twenty fifth? Yeah, so Sixers are at Miami. They never, well, the Sixers always play on Christmas Day, but they're never playing at home. They always have at Celtics or at Miami or New York. Yeah. But New York, but Milwaukee's playing at New York, so maybe, maybe, maybe tickets are as low as two hundred and twenty dollars. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two hundred twenty. That's the lowest. Yeah, I might be just chilling at home for hey, maybe, maybe maybe next year. Maybe next maybe year. Next year. We got maybe next year. Too, All right, one shout out your shows before we head out. Yes, sir, man. Follow me on uh IG at notj.jack. Uh follow me on Twitter at the real jjack underscore. Uh yeah, man. Just follow me personally podcast. Keep up with the podcast. Share, like, and subscribe on YouTube, man. Tap in with us, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, primetime.cafo. We'll see y'all later. Have a Amazing weekend, you know. Yes, sir. We'll see y'all next week, man. All right.